Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are in part three of Last Minute Warning. And as we move forward in our investigation of the prophetic precursors that are converging with striking confirmation that we do not have much more time before the rapture of God's true church and the tribulation period which will follow, we are going to take a penetrating look into transhumanism and how it will play a vital role in the enemy's plot to take over the world and to establish his global empire through his Antichrist. With the Holy Spirit's help, we will learn that transhumanism is not just some sci-fi imaginary movie plot or futuristic reality that is eons away, but that it is a demonic invention of Lucifer that is playing a central part in his intention to recreate man in his own image and to have their worship for himself alone, and that the capabilities for this to become a reality are in place right here and right now. In our last segment, we addressed the homosexual agenda and how this powerful and rebellious persuasion is gaining more power with each new day and changing the view at least in the minds of many naive people who have no dawn of light or discernment in truth, of what it means to be a man or a woman. It is a blatant assault against God's creative order and a deadly trap to the ones who succumb to its destructive deceptions. The homosexual agenda is just the starting point in Lucifer's plot to transform humanity into his hybrid race. And as this spirit that serves him in his intentions to rob, kill, and destroy takes more control of the man or woman who has been seduced by its lies, this possession leads to them actually giving themselves completely over to its control and transforming power, where, by mutilation of their bodies and manipulation of their hormones, men endeavor to become women and women to become men. A few studies back, I shared the account of Abram while he was still being held in the bowels of Ur, before the Lord God ransomed him out of that darkness and into his glorious light. If you heard that message, you may remember that there was a high priestess who lived around the same time period as Abram and was the daughter of the king of Ur by the name of Enheduanna. She was appointed by her father as the leader of the religious cult of Ur and was well known for her poems and temple hymns. She is recognized as the earliest known author in world history. And Hedjoanna worshipped Inanna, who was the Sumerian goddess of love, fertility, procreation, and war. She was also associated with political power and the underworld. In one of Enheduanna's poems, she writes of Anana as the one who has the power to turn man into woman and woman into man. We therefore see that, in Satan's realm, these demons have a name, 
and that they are dispatched by him to possess and control. In the case of Anana, we can see the spirit behind transgenderism at work. And transgenderism is operating hand-in-hand hand with transhumanism. For like the homosexual agenda before them, they are all part in parcel with Lucifer's intent to alter the human genome. His first try was when the fallen angels mated with the daughters of men and produced the Nephilim, who are revealed in the book of Genesis and the book of Numbers. The Hebrew word for Nephilim is directly translated as giants and taken to mean the fallen ones, as translated from the Hebrew word Nafal, which means to fall. Satan was purposing to defile the seed of man in order to sabotage the line of the coming Messiah. But Jehovah God wiped out that corrupted race by destroying the world they inhabited with a great flood, leaving only Noah, his righteous one, and his family, thus preserving the genealogy that would pave the way for the Savior of the world. The enemy failed in his first attempt but he has not ceased to pridefully push forward in his nefarious plot to corrupt the human race, and he is accomplishing this through such ploys as the homosexual agenda, transgenderism, and the final stage in this demonic progression, which is transhumanism. In a Wake Church commentary, they write that, the vast majority of your typical pew-sitting Christians have no concept of what the LGBTQ and transgender agenda is really about. To truly understand why there is such a massive push to indoctrinate our school-aged children with ideas about gay marriage and gender fluidity, you have to understand transhumanism. Transhumanism is the idea that through the use of technology, future generations will be able to morph, augment, and even transcend our physical bodies. The acceptance of transgenderism is without question a stepping stone toward the wider acceptance of transhumanism. In a commentary entitled The Great Transhumanism Reset, Exposing the New World Order, Last Day's Endgame, they write, Klaus Schwab, founder and executive chairman of the World Economic Forum, has audaciously drawn back the proverbial curtains to expose the New World Order endgame in these last days, confirming that the Great Reset will usher in a global system of totalitarian control and demonic worship predicated on transhumanism. And the scary reality is that it is already here. Writing in 2016, Schwab pierced the veil shrouding the New World Order vision when he asserted that we stand on the brink of a technological revolution that will fundamentally alter the way we live, work, and relate to one another. In this scale, scope, and complexity, the transformation will be unlike anything humankind has experienced before, end quote. What was the transformation and technological revolution he was referring to? It is the Fourth Industrial Revolution, also known as 4IR, and it lies at the heart of the New World Order agenda, 
including the World Economic Forum's Great Reset. Schwab and his merry band of global elites see this revolution as the divine pathway, in a pantheistic humanistic sense, to the realization of humanity's ultimate salvation. The final solution that will deliver their dream of a glorious utopian world. The elusive final stage of Marxism. Of course, their view of utopian is not necessarily the same as that of the rest of the world, also known as the billions of mere mortal commoners. No, their model is predicated on a dystopian system of totalitarian control, a transhumanist technocracy, with the enlightened elites firmly established at the top of the pyramid, benevolently serving the world as the fountainhead of human achievement and the guardians of the gates. This is no longer a hidden or secret agenda. Rather, it has now emerged from the shadows with a truly demonic boldness, confidently proclaimed by the globalist elites and power brokers themselves. So let's explore how transhumanism will serve as the conduit for the system of the beast, who is revealed in the book of Revelation. A new world order that is no longer speculative science fiction, but rather a present reality that is emerging right before our very eyes. But before we expose the transhumanist transformation that is being unveiled by Schwab and implemented by the World Economic Forum's Great Reset, we need to understand what the Fourth Industrial Revolution is. It is generally accepted that mankind has experienced three major industrial revolutions to date. The first industrial revolution, powered by water and steam. The second industrial revolution, powered by steel, oil, and electricity. And the third industrial revolution, powered by electronics, computers, and the Internet and information technology. Many argue that the world is now undergoing a fourth industrial revolution, a digital revolution characterized by a fusion of technologies that is blurring the lines between the physical, digital, and biological spheres. In other words, transhumanism. That phrase was originally coined by Klaus Schwab in an article published by Foreign Affairs in 2015 and was subsequently featured as the theme of the 2016 World Economic Forum Annual Meeting in Davos, Switzerland. Framing and propagating the New World Order agenda, Schwab has written two books about this transhuman revolution, The Fourth Industrial Revolution in 2017 and Shaping the Fourth Industrial Revolution in 2018 which had a foreword by Sadia Nadella, the CEO of Microsoft. And let's not forget his other little gem, COVID-19, The Great Reset, which Schwab wrote in July of 2020, and that elucidates the strategy to use the virus to unleash the true potential of the revolution. The 4IR concept has rapidly evolved, leading to the dawn of a brave new world, one that embraces transhumanism, the blending of technology with the human essence, not as some fantasy to be merely exalted in a theoretical or metaphysical sense, 
but as an empirical truth that must be fully realized as our collective best hope for a utopian future. It's not just significant. It has become the central pillar of their Great Reset Agenda to transform the world into an authoritative system of global governance predicated on a framework of transhumanistic technocracy. These globalists see the Fourth Industrial Revolution as the key or final solution to curing all of the ills plaguing humanity, including inequality, social injustice, and climate change. And just to remove any specter of doubt, Schwab reiterated his transhumanist vision for the world when he stated in November of 2020, what the fourth industrial revolution will lead to is a fusion of our physical, digital, and biological identity, end quote. But in greater truth, what it is really leading to is the global empire of the Antichrist and everything that is needed to make it happen, is in place and ready right now. And this is where we must close for today. In our next segment, I'll be giving confirmation that transhumanism is already at play, with some real-life examples that I'll share with you. Until then, I leave you with the words of our Savior in Matthew seven twenty-four to 25 that will keep us in the midst of these turbulent times. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts upon them may be compared to a wise man who built his house upon the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and burst against that house. And yet it did not fall, for it had been founded upon the rock. Keep standing on the rock of our salvation, beloved, Jesus Christ, our Savior, the living Word, for we are already victorious in Him. And, as always, beloved, I bid you His agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.